Hey teachers and welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Cast with myself, Adam and my amazing co-host Hayley. Uh, thank you all so much for coming back for another week, uh, another episode of the podcast. Um, a huge thank you to you all for liking and subscribing and sharing and doing all that good stuff uh, across Instagram and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you're you're listening to us. Um, so we really appreciate that support and we would uh, really appreciate if you kept that going because it does motivate us to keep going and to keep putting out episodes of the podcast. Um, but yeah, with that being said, Hayley, uh, how are you doing? Great. I'm doing good. I don't think... I've had so much sleep, like, in comparison to all the other weekends since we started back in school. Like, I think on Friday night, I slept for, like, 10 hours. Saturday night, I slept for 11. So I did feel good today. I'm not tired uh, for once on a Monday. So that's always a good start. Uh, how how, are, how have you been? Uh, I've been good, yeah. I've been busy again. I feel like it's just been all go. Like, the September pace has continued into October. October. Yeah. Um, I was in Waterford at the weekend at uh, Moontour Coles, uh, Nicole's 30th. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, nice little night away in Waterford, have a few drinks, have a bit of a laugh with Nicole and Anya, Miss Dancing teacher. Um, so yeah, it was a great time. It was lovely to meet up with the girls again. I uh, hadn't seen them since um, last summer. So not even the summer gone, the summer previous to that when we all went to Galway. But, wow. Um, yeah, so it's, it was it was it had been a while, so it was nice to meet up with them again and see them. But yeah, no, all good now. Besides that, yeah, today actually in school we celebrated White Cane Day. So uh, White Cane Day is a day to raise awareness, basically for visually impaired people. Um, and it was actually it's celebrated every year on the fifteenth of October. But today we celebrated it in school, talking all about how to support visually impaired people. And then we had um we had uh like these obviously like a white cane, and we had like an obstacle course like from one side of the hall to the other, and they had to get from point A to B. But it wasn't like a completely straight line. And then there was obviously objects, um as well. So that 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 was really good. It was real kind of you know, it really kind of made students more aware, like, you know, if they go to school with someone or if they work with someone in the future that is visually impaired. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to mention that because I think it's really important that we, you know, understand what people's day to day lives are like. And like students were blindfolded as well and they worked in pairs. So it was actually it was really good. I wasn't expecting to have so much fun myself with it. But, uh, yeah. Oh, very good. No, that sounds fun. It's not something I've actually heard of. I didn't realize. Like, I, I knew probably that there was a day. Yeah. There's a day for most things, but I didn't realize what it was called and like what's entailed in it. So that's lovely. It's nice to kind of give the students a glimpse into what they may not be used to, mm. uh, especially the students that might not have any visually impaired family members or friends or things like that. So that's that, that's a really nice way of like bringing awareness to it in like a fun like active way yeah and especially getting to actually experience what's like just using your senses you know especially through touch um and like hearing things and stuff so yeah it was it was really good um otherwise i'm trying to think like school it's been busy just kind of kept going um nothing too major other than we went to the national art gallery as well last week which was really good in dublin 
um I'd never been before not that I remember like maybe I went as a child but it was actually really good and you know their website is great too and you can look at all the paintings before you you go and visit them and I feel like because I did that with my class they were so much more interested like uh is it Jack B Yates's Liffey Swim and I think he was WB Yates's brother I believe um so yeah I like I actually didn't think I'd enjoy that either as much um but yeah really good so if anyone's living in Dublin or wants a a day out I think it's free to enter and they do free tours as well so highly recommend that um if you're looking to kind of waltz your way into town one of the days and kind of experience something new so yeah oh, very good no that sounds like fun yeah. um so i guess um what we decided to talk about this week so from the 14th to the 22nd of october this year is maths week uh now i know in schools depending on what's going on in general in the school they might choose to celebrate it a bit earlier a bit later don't you do what you do uh i know my school are celebrating it this week but we're we're getting ready for our like school opening day next week. So most of you that have listened since myself and Haley came together on the podcast will know that uh, I uh, my school we moved into our like forever school uh, in February and we hadn't got a chance to have a, an opening ceremony until now. So that's been taking all of our attention. So I'd be lying if I said maths week was high on the priority list, but we've all been kind of organizing stuff for our own classes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I suppose this episode is just to speak about uh, some maths week ideas that you could use this week or next week or whenever you choose to celebrate maths week or even just some ideas that might liven up your maths lessons in general Um, because I know sometimes we can get a bit bogged down on completing the book uh, which is the bane of my existence. Um, I don't like most maths books to be honest with you but I'm lucky the maths book I have in school at the moment I do like. but yeah, so we're just going to talk about some ideas that we both have uh, from an infant perspective, from my perspective, and then from kind of senior end perspective of fourth class with you, Haley. And I know you were saying, Haley, before uh-huh. we started recording that you um, your school is doing maths week next week. Yeah, it is. And I don't know why that is, but yeah, with the lead up to Halloween, um, but like, you know, It'll be just during our maths times I'll change around a few bits I haven't really fully planned it yet I kind of I'm focusing on division I know next week but that might get thrown out the window because I might just play loads and loads of maths games but um, I know for fact anyway to start from last year from what I remember is um, we did a maths trail so we there was like these sheets that were made before they were on like our school's drive if you get me and we did a whole mass trail around the school so starting outside in the car park working our way around like you know counting all the windows in the school um you know counting the cars finding data on the cars like the car colors um then like i remember that like this is literally just going off my memory i haven't looked at it since but I remember then we moved our way into the hall and counting the benches in the hall and stuff like that. I, I can't I can't remember exactly now all the questions, but then we 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 moved our way then back slowly to the classroom. But I do remember students really enjoyed it and like they all had a sheet and a clipboard and then like they worked in pairs as well. So it's teamwork as well. It's use of the local environment and it's ticking all those, you know, learning methodologies. Um 
and yeah that's all i can kind of remember from last week i don't remember anything that else that was like major major for matt's week um but yeah that's a that's a good one to start with a match trail yeah you can't beat the old match trail like they absolutely beat those into us in mary Eye. so like um now they're they're a little bit more uh tricky to organize uh in infants but mm. i definitely think with like even first upwards like you could do with infants but like you've got to think about logistics a little bit too especially yeah. if you want to keep it within the time uh, constraints of a maths lesson but i think with most classes you can do some sort of maths trail whether that's around shapes or data or literally any of the strands to be fair there's a way of making it work to be fair and i think if you like collaborate with a few teachers to create the trail around mm. the school grounds i think you could definitely come up with something really fun yeah so um so like i suppose from my perspective like we started uh maths week today as we we're recording this uh yesterday as you're hopefully listening to this um so i pretty much am following a similar plan to what i did last year which is basically that we focus on a different strand every day uh, now obviously there are more than five strands so um i can't do all of the strands but um and ironically we also throw the book out the window pretty much for the week which is quite ironic uh, not doing the maths book during maths week but we really focus on concrete hands-on work um rather than doing the book um so every morning when we're in our circle time doing our like sight words and our days of the week and months of the year and all that jazz we do a dance to the number of the day which is a set of videos from sesame street um Aww. which i will link below in the description of this episode and basically they dance to the different number of the day so like today as we record this monday we dance to the number one and tuesday will be number two and so on and so forth and then after it's just a one minute video per day and then we talk about okay what is in there in the classroom that there is one of for example mm-hmm. so the children spoke uh, on monday about um that there was one uh, interactive whiteboard that there was one um that there was one whiteboard that there was one maths display that there was one teacher well yeah well yeah well there was two adults in the room so i think they were thrown off by the fact that because i have a um, early year student in my room so i think they were thrown off because they consider all the adults teachers really regardless of their actual role yeah um so they were kind of thrown off by that i think but they were kind of like so even they were able to say there's one Haley. do you know that there's one and and then i was throwing out questions be like is there one door in our room they're like no there's four because they were including the bathroom doors and i was like there was one particular name i won't say the name but there's one particular name in my class where i have two boys of the same name so i was like have we got two we'll just say for instance we'll say do do we have two adam or what do we have one adam and they're like no because we've got adam and adam whatever you know and it just we have a little chat like it's just a casual thing during our circle time in the morning and it just kind of gets them in the groove because we don't actually do maths until after the first break that's when we always do maths Mm. so i just wanted to kind of get it going from the beginning of the day and then each day during our maths lessons we um focus on a a different strand like i said so i can talk through those now Haley, if you want unless you want to introduce um so today as we record this again monday i'll just say by the days monday we focus on shape and space uh 2d shapes mainly 
Um, firstly, we watch a video from a web or a YouTube channel called Scratch Garden, which I'll speak a little bit more more later because it's actually my resource of the week as well. Um, but basically, it's a YouTube channel with loads, and they're really funny videos. Like I find them funny, the kids find them funny. They're animated videos about different subject areas, but I mainly go to them for bats. Mm-hmm. And this one was speaking about two D shapes and sorting 2D shapes and speaking about their attributes. And they use a lot of mathematical language in the videos, which is really great. Like speaking about like sides and attributes and, you know, like the actual language that the kids need to know. So we watched the video about that. Mm-hmm. We danced and sang a shape song from the singing walrus, which again, I will link. Um, the famous you, walrus. <laughs> yeah, you know, Haley knows I'm always, I'm pretty sure it was my resource of the week one week uh, yeah, about the singing walrus. But anyway, it's just a song. It's like a call and response song about 2D shapes. You can't go wrong, really. And then we became shape detectives. I made A4 uh, magnifying glasses but the magnifying glasses are different shapes so we focused on circles rectangles squares and triangles mm. so the kids were going around the room and they had to I show me the shape that they had so it was so cute like it was just literally these a4 sheets of paper that i cut the cut the shape out of and then laminated so it looked like a magnifying glass could have had that kind of glass effect i suppose tied or stuck on with a lollipop stick like the kids were weak for themselves and i was like this was the easiest resource i've ever made in my life and because they're weak for it. So that was quite fun today, as uh, as I say, on the Monday. Then Tuesday, we we're focusing on measures, specifically like length. Um, again, we'll watch a Scratch Garden video, um, which I'll have Scratch Garden linked below, so don't worry about that. Um, all about measuring and like standard units and non-standard units. Um, and uh, we'll also discuss like, okay, we can measure by hands and by feet or by shoes or whatever. But what if we used one of my shoes and then one of the kids' shoes? You know, would would that be accurate? And the kids are in theory supposed to tell me no because a kid's shoe is a different size to my shoe. So it wouldn't make perfect sense. Um, not We wouldn't get too technical into it, but it'd be more just like, the like non-standard units need to be the same length as you yeah. use them. I would also read a story called The King's Foot. It's by Rolf Myler. And it's just basically about measuring and feet and, and using feet for measuring and stuff like that. And it's just a nice way to infuse stories into the math lesson. Love it. And then if we have time, we'll finish off with some um, tower building using blocks. And we will get the children to build like towers out of blocks in we'll say 60 seconds and it's not a case of seeing who can build the highest one but it's just we can measure using a non-standard unit how tall or what the height of the the tower was after 60 seconds and just kind of put into perspective and give them a bit of a time crunch to see how they do under pressure i suppose um that's fun but then wednesday um, so each of these days, like I said earlier, we'll do a different number of the day dance at the beginning. So Wednesday is number three and we're focusing on number. So weather permitting, we will go outside and the children will be given chalk and we will create hopscotch um, hopscotch um, grids, I suppose you call them, on on the yard. So it'll give the children a chance to, it'll g- give me a chance to see how the children write the numbers because we haven't started number formation yet. So I'm just intrigued to see oh, how well they can do that. Yeah. yeah, just without me saying anything, like I'll show them a hopscotch like on the board beforehand. And I'll say, yeah, go up to five, go up to 100, literally knock yourselves out, basically, and just see how you get on. I'd be interested to see, A, how they're good at like with their fine motor and drawing, and also how they get on with their numbers. And then they could obviously play with the hopscotch, which is quite fun. And we'll also play a game of what time is it, Mr. Wolf, because that links in time, but also it's just literally 
about number as well, saying it's five o'clock. So how many steps is five? How can we make sure it's a fair five steps and not like, you know, just doing five steps and then doing a little jump at the end as well to make sure we're ahead of everyone else. Mm -hmm. And just focusing on kind of number, but trying to make it active and outdoorsy. Mm -hmm. Um, then Thursday we focus on early maths activities which is a strand that is only in the infant uh, curriculum maths curriculum doesn't uh, go up the, the years and uh, included in that strand is like sorting matching comparing classifying all that kind of stuff uh, we'll be focusing on sorting and matching we'll be reading a story called A Pair of Socks by Stuart J. Murphy and Aww. then I have from last year I have um, like paper socks for want of it like printed off socks laminated and we'll give out loads of random ones the kids have to go around the room find and find their pair, their pair. yeah find yeah. their pair uh which is just very cute like um and what we might do is because we have loads of the socks we did enough for all the classes we might mingle the the three junior infants classes together and you know they get a chance to make it a bit harder as well to, for them to find their pair amongst like 40 or 50 kids rather than like just the like 15 to 20 that are in the classroom so that should be a bit of fun uh, and then Friday to finish off, um, to kind of the crescendo of it all. Um, I actually won't be in this Friday for um, for this particular day because I have my master's graduation this Friday. Oh, but no um, but this is still happening regardless, and I'm lucky that this is quite an easy lesson because um, my SCT will be covering me, uh, and I don't want to make it more difficult for her than I need to. So we'd be focusing on spa- spatial awareness, and the best way of I think anyway, doing spatial awareness stuff besides PE lessons, of course, is jigsaws. Oh, yeah. I love, love, love. Like I've been giving my kids jigsaws since they came in in September, to be honest. And, you know, even working with them on like tactics on how to do jigsaws, you know, like doing the outsides first, finding the smooth, smooth edges, looking at the actual pictures on it, like working at it from like a like get the brain thinking sort of way. But it also works on spatial awareness because you're literally trying to figure out what shapes fit in what gaps and mm. the kids will get to play with jigsaws and I'll probably allow them I'll probably put the jigsaws out and allow the kids to move around pretty freely yeah. um, because usually I'll put a certain thing on a desk and say you stay there until the timer's up and then we'll move around but I'll probably just allow them to go wherever they want or obviously because I won't be there the SCT can do as they see fit pretty much yeah. um, but that's the plan anyway for the week that's so Monday is going to be shape and space. Tuesday is going to be length. Wednesday is going to be number. Thursday is going to be sorting and matching. And Friday is going to be spatial awareness. And it's all going to be a barrel of laughs and there's not going to be a book to be found. I just think that's brilliant, Adam. And I even love how you've brought in like stories as well and linking in literacy. You know, I love a bit mm-hmm. of integration. I really do. So yeah, I genuinely I might, think that's I have really this on my, I've just, I'm reading it off my notes app here. I may screenshot this and just throw it on my story because I know that um i know that that's a lot of information to take in one go and there's like so many times you can listen back to the podcast and write down stuff but anything so like scratch garden and any songs i mentioned um i and the number of the day songs i will link um i will send them to Haley. i promise and we'll link them in the description and then any stories and stuff i've named the author as well so it should be pretty easy for you to find if you have it in your own library in school or there's probably youtube videos of pretty much every story under the sun anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah that's kind of my plan for maths week active is key for me and infants because um they actually love doing the maths book because we don't do it very like we do it maybe we might do two pages in a week you know Mm -hmm. depending on the topic we're covering but the kids enjoy it because it's the only textbook they have at the moment Um, and 
you know, that's the thing with juniors. They kind of love everything that's new. And I'm like, oh, it's time for the math book. And they're like, yay. And I'm like, I can't wait for you to resent this book eventually. But anyway, oh, but I'm lucky that the, we use operation maths and it's quite, um, what's the word? It's quite, um, like it's succinct. It's quite useful. It's not flowery, not too flowery anyway. It's, it's not a glorified coloring book. It is like, each page has a purpose. It has like curriculum strands and strand units on each page. So I know exactly what's being covered. Mm. Um, Operation Maths for the win. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, we, we actually don't really have a maths book per se. Um, well, like we have a maths book, like I have Mathematic 4, which is so funny because that's what I use. How is Mathematic still going, lads? I'm yeah. skidding. I was using that in school. I know. We use that and we use Planet Maths as well. But mainly I just use their copies for stuff. But even then, like whiteboards are also great. So just like, you know, games that I think work really well for four class that you could play or even in the senior end, like, you know, my number one go-to for like drilling and stuff and the kids love it is the daily 10 and i love how you can change it for multiplication division rounding um what else do they have um digit values as well that's all really good and it just it takes only five seconds per question you can try and like say oh let's try now with three seconds but like say you had like mixed ability in your class you could always get you know your higher ability students to answer the question but round it to the nearest 10 as well so they're kind of yeah. doubling up to give everyone a chance um i was trying to think of something that oh yeah so like today like we're we're focusing on multiplication at the minute we have we're not gonna be looking at long multiplication now till after christmas but um a, a, a game i love is just a deck of cards you have one dealer and you have two people so basically like this week we're focusing on our nine times tables uh, every week i just pick a times table and then once i cover them then i'll move on to on to division tables but so basically you have the dealer the dealer puts down the card and so say it's a three like a deck from a deck of cards it doesn't matter what suit it's from so say it's a three they have to say 27 so whoever gets says 27 first gets to keep the card and then when all the cards are gone the person at the end wins but say for example the two of them said at the same time the dealer gets to keep the card or if they don't know the dealer keeps the card so that's a really good game Another game I love to do is when you put all the multiples up on the board, you circle two of them and you put a star beside one of them. So I actually give a dojo point if it lands on the child that has the star. And if this number circles, they have to sit down. So that's a really good game. I love math recovery activities as well. So you can play this in pairs. So basically, um, like, you know, depending on like, in you know, obviously in third class, you're dealing up to hundreds in four class of thousands. Then it moves on to fifth and sixth. So you basically get a dice and you roll the dice and the first person goes and they say they land on a two. They decide where they're going to put the two in terms of the digit values. And then when they've all rolled the dice then um, and fill the four numbers in, so say for fourth class, then uh, the person that has the highest number wins. So you're also comparing greater than, less than. Um, and then you, they can play that a few, a few times. So say the first one to get to five wins. Um, other really nice activities like include like similar to Adam going out to you know uh, draw the hopscotch the experiment that he's doing this week um, is going out and uh, using like a like a meter stick or even a ruler and um, drawing area so like meter sticks are probably the best that's what I used before so they roll two dice and then whatever it lands on they have to draw the length by width 
and then they have to write the sum in the middle of the actual thing with the chalk that's really good um another game i love is hit the button and i usually play this in uh groups and then the the table that has the that wins they all get a, a match champ dojo so you know the way on i don't know if you've ever used dojo adam but like you, yeah you can, i started it last week actually oh no way so you can actually change like what the awards are for so i have a calculator one and it says match champ so they all get two dojos each in their team so they all like it, it, it's great because it's mixed ability and it's encouraging everyone it's teamwork it's a bit of fun and yeah, and like I always say to them, like if the if the whiteboard, like I don't know, if it kind of goes a bit glitchy and it it decides to say like close the program, then they're disqualified. <laughs> I'm like, you guys <laughs> broke it. So, um, yeah, that work that's really good as well. Um, I also love a game where basically you've all the tables versus each other, and they all have each table has three lives, and you'll pick two people from um one for, like so you pick two people both from different teams and so say for example you had five table groups all the table groups would be against each other they all have three lives each so table one and table two will go against each other whoever gets the answer for a times table question they get to decide they get to decide which table is going to lose their life so they can they can pick they could pick group five and they want them to lose a life so then uh, life gets crossed off on the board have you ever played this before no, but it sounds like absolute carnage. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then, so table three and four will go against each other. Whoever wins that, they get to decide what team is going to lose a life. So it's very, it's very good. But like you could do it with division. You can do it with adding. You could do it with um, number bonds. Um, so they're really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I love the Maths mm. Learning Centre clock which i'll link as well so you can just do like questioning okay well it's nine o'clock now i want someone to come up to the board and show me what time it'll be 40 minutes later and then they have to come up and move the the arms on the clock um i feel like i'm going on a bit of a tangent here with all the games there's actually a love so we're, we did a uh, symmetry pumpkins today for art and i don't know if i mentioned this before as my resource of the week but Skullnet is great for resources and you can search it by you can search by age level you can search by strand strand unit and one that came up for symmetry was this like silk generation sorry no not it's like a silk generator so basically when you draw on the board it generates the other side of it it's absolutely oh. brilliant yeah i love it so that's a really yeah. good uh, yeah. website for symmetry I think you're even saying like you know using class dojo. I think like there's a lot of maths to be got from that. Like I, like I was saying, we started using it last week, and I like we have like a a menu or whatever you want to call it. The kids can like spend their points on stuff like yeah. stickers or change their monster or whatever. And like obviously initially they were all spending it at the first possible opportunity because yeah. like Minor that's just the natural inclination. But and they're starting to get the gist of it now of being like, oh, I have to save up now if I want to get it or whatever. But it was really interesting even like, let's say one child was on five points and five points gets you a sticker. And he was like, yeah, I want a sticker as a grant. Then another another child came up and she wanted a sticker. She had six points. So obviously she had one left over at the end. And like, we totally went off on a tangent, but your mom was like, 
But like, I bought a sticker and I have nothing left. She bought a sticker and she's one left. Like, what's the crack here? Like, yeah. so we went off on this tangent about substitution, which obviously does not need to be covered in October of junior infants. Yeah. But I was like, right, I literally was holding up my fingers. I'm doing it now as if anyone can see me. But I was holding up six fingers. I was like, right, these are my dojo points. Like, take away five of my fingers. And I got him up to literally physically put down my fingers. And I was like, how many fingers are left? He's like, one. I was like, that's how many points he, he, she has left. And he was like, okay. And I was like, right, here are your points now with five fingers held up. And I was like, take away five of the dojo points. And he put down, and he was like, how many do you have left? Or I said, how many do you have left? And he said, none. And I was like, do you get it now? He's like, oh, yeah. Like, as in, it's just like, it was a funny little tangent that we went on. Like, it's not like I'm teaching them substitution or anything, but mm -hmm. it was, um, or sub, what am I saying substitution for? Subtraction is what I meant to say. Um, but it was just a really interesting tangent, like, that you could find maths in like basically anything to you know with like even dojo stuff like using the dojo points i don't know if you do the same Haley, with like a shop and like i buying actually do stuff. Like, i only started because i just find there's no points in them like it takes the competitive element out of it because they could be like oh, i'm on 10 points and then someone else like i'm only on one and i'm like yeah but that's because you were on so many points and then you ended up spending it so i said it's mm. not about how many you have comparatively it's just how close you are to the goal of like what thing you want to buy on the menu to know that kind yeah. of way so it's, i think it was just i they were nearly in tears initially about like i was just doing like ticks on a board mm. and i was like glad someone's gonna actually hit me in a minute if they don't win mm. so i was like let's keep the reward element of it but let's individualize it and like make it less like competitive with others and more just like competitive with like yourself yeah absolutely yeah no we started the yeah, class shop everywhere it's just everywhere we started the class shop now there's no kind of like I know teacher teacher have the classroom government thing where they pay rent and all that I think that's <laughs> really for sixth class level like I think my class yeah. now would be like what um so <coughs> excuse me um yeah no they're really enjoying it like I think I have jelly stickers uh, a cushion to sit on um what else like oh sit with a friend for lunch homework yeah. pass um the, my the current top. match changed their monster so i put oh, that yeah, on to, that like, well. like i decided i had made one and then i was like wait let's ask the kids and see what they actually want to be yeah. on the menu yeah so i was like okay what do you want they're like i like my monster but like i want to be able to change that i was like fine let's put it on so so mm. it's like 10 points now which is hard to get to for them because they get to five and they automatically buy a sticker because i have I'd say hundreds of stickers. I'm like a hoarder when it comes to stickers and I have like ones with my name on them and stuff like that. So like they're mad for the stickers. So they're at the moment, there's a few of them now that are close and I'm like fair play. You actually are starting to get the hang of this already, which is really cute. Oh, I love it. Yeah. My top prize is to, they get to decide what we do for golden time. Oh, that's a, that's a coveted prize. I'm mm. sure. Now it's 60 points, but in fairness, Adam, I give, like my dojo was set up with my group names as well so for group tables they'll all get an individual point so i don't go table by table anymore Um, it's kind mm -hmm. of like you work for your table but they'll all get a point do you know that kind of way yeah so yeah i have the table set up on dojo as well if i'm just like oh everyone at the orange table you worked as a team so now you're all individually getting a point so yeah. there's still an element of working together yeah, but also that. you all individually get something out of it so then they're like okay let's um uh, let's work together lads because we could all benefit from this basically yeah um but i suppose Haley, will we talk briefly about our resources of the week yes i was about, i nearly forgot there what mine was <laughs> <laughs> yeah will i go first sure go for it uh, 
Um, okay, my resource of the week is probably my Gwilga Ihehauna flashcards because I use them in every single Gwilga lesson and I, I re like I really enjoy having all my visuals up on the board. Um, it's like the one thing I'm really on top of in terms of displays, but I, I just feel like it, like they're really attractive and students really want to learn Gwelga and they're just so handy for like playing bingo or Fekum Lemahulin Bjog, which is I spy for anyone that's listening from abroad and hasn't got a clue what I'm saying, um, <laughs> and like, yeah, for like bingo, but even like we have started like doing like little like spelling warm up so basically they have to pick a word say that is um up to six letters they get a dice and they have to write the same word as their partner and if they rolled the dice on a three they get to rub out the letter for number three and then the other person takes a go and then the other person takes a go it's just i don't know i just find them so handy and like even like i have all my word wall games like linked to the images that are on my flashcards and even like a hoot game and shout out to molly because i've started using quizzes and <laughs> i've been using the same things like all the clip art is the same and it just i don't know it just makes me happy and yeah that's it that's my resource of the week um well my resource of the week i did allude to it earlier is yeah. the youtube channel scratch garden so basically like i use it pretty much exclusively for its maths content because it has a lots of lots of really nice like i suppose junior end maths related content but it also has some phonics stuff and um, some comprehension stuff some sese sciencey stuff art yoga it has a bit of everything really mm. uh which is really nice um there's the main like character now he's a circle so i just ended up calling him mr circle don't know if he has a name or not but he's kind of he's a bit of a ticket like he's gas like the kids are weak for him they think he's so funny because they'd just be like, here's a triangle, here's a square, here's a peanut butter sandwich. Like, as in just, and the kids just think that's obviously gas because it's such silly humour. Yeah. They're like, what shape is this? And they're like, that's not a shape, that's a peanut butter sandwich. Get in the bin. <laughs> they just find it really funny. Yeah. So it's really interactive. For a YouTube video, it is very, like, back and forth interactive, which mm -hmm. is really nice. And because it covers so many subject areas and it's just gas. The kids really, really enjoy it. So oh, I it pretty much exclusively use it during maths week, especially, but during maths in general. But I definitely want to explore more of the um, more of the like areas that it has to offer because, like I say, it is gas. I do actually find it quite funny myself. Maybe that's just me becoming a junior infant, but mm -hmm. it is quite funny. And uh, I'll be sure to link the the channel um in the description of this episode. Excellent, and I think. We'll leave it there, will we, Adam, for this week? I think we will. We're both absolutely bet from school. So yeah. uh, we might skip over the um, questions this week just because, um, like I say, we're bet. We're, we're, we're on our last legs here, trying, crawling towards the, uh, the midterm break. But um, as always, if you do have questions about um, content that we've spoken about on the episode or just content in general, uh, you know, we, we try our best to keep on top of DMs. I know... Some days are busier than others, so we might take a while to get back to you, but, you know, the worst you, you, that can happen is we just take a couple of days. We will eventually get back yeah. to you. In fairness, uh, keep an eye out for question boxes, that kind of thing. In fairness, I did take a step back from Instagram because 
like the last week or so I don't think I today I post I hadn't posted in over a week and I just needed a break you know it was just uh, yeah, exactly busy but like we you know we we do try our best to answer as many questions as we, we can either on the episodes or join our own pages or question boxes so you know just keep an eye out um for question boxes you're a hitty you're much better than me now to be fair for putting them up I <laughs> I don't put up question boxes I'd say unless I have a clear uninterrupted 24 hours I'd say because yeah. I'm like I'm not committing to this otherwise but uh, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify. Be sure to subscribe. We are crawling, but making movements towards 1,000 uh, followers on Spotify, which we are greatly appreciative of. Uh, be sure to give us a five-star rating, likes, follows, share it with your friends. Uh, remember, this is what it is, a teaching podcast. We very much want it to be a chill vibe. And to take away something from the podcast, but not feel any worse about your own teaching or feel burdened. So we are two very real teachers in the real world and we don't really sugarcoat things. So (laughs) we hope that you take away as much from these episodes as we do. And if anything, that you just enjoy listening to us talk about teaching, even if you take absolutely nothing away. So be sure to share it with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to follow us, you can follow uh, me at Mr. Underscore Mooter Underscore. Hayley is at the teacher student and our Instagram page for the podcast is at the teacher cast where uh, where that is the first place where you'll find if an episode drops it drops every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Um, so be sure yes. to be ready for your <laughs> uh, your commute to school of a Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. Radio, well, slan everyone and enjoy the last two weeks before midterm. We've got this. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.